Ladies and gentlemen, attention everyone. Welcome to No Picks After Dark. It's your boy Nick Burke, and you are now tuned in to the hottest podcast in the world with Aaron Dante, giving you the hottest interviews with the dopest people, sharing their experiences from your neighborhood all around to the world. Voted Best Baltimore Podcast by you, the listeners. Now, your host, Aaron Dante. Yo, Aaron, talk to him. Welcome to the No Picks After Dark Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Dante, and today we have a very, very special guest coming on. You know, I started my podcast in my community, and I always want to show love to my community, first and foremost. That's my base. That's what it's all about, people who listen to me in the beginning. So, the show today is about the Overly Community Association Farmers Market, and I'm so excited to have the two people who run it. Now I have Mr. Brett. And Jason on. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. How are you? Doing great. I'm so excited to have you guys on. And um, just to have the farmer's market. Talk about the farmer's market and things like that. It's, it's hot. Yeah, it's hot. You know, the local produce is starting to come in. And it's time to kick off our sixth season over here in Overly. We're at 6908 Bel Air Road, Natural History Society of Maryland. Every other Saturday, starting this Saturday, May 29th, 8.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m., and it's that time of year to come out. You're going to find all of the local, fresh, organic produce that you want. We have some poultry. We have some pork. We have sauces, jams, all sorts of good stuff. We'll, we'll get into all that. We'll get on. You're jumping the gun. You're jumping the gun. <laughs> I'm so excited, man. We're going to get into that. We're going to. So, are you guys originally from Baltimore? No, I grew up up in Pennsylvania, just outside Harrisburg. I grew up in Central Illinois and moved here in 2002. Nice, nice. So. You know, what made you move to Baltimore out of all places? For me, it was college. For me, it was move to Baltimore or get laid off. Well, I get that. I totally get that. So, what is one of your favorite childhood memories growing up? So, being from Pennsylvania, I grew up in farm areas. And right up the street from us was a big, old, abandoned farm. And it was like falling down barn, all these old pastures... I remember just running around that place like crazy as a kid, exploring, climbing through rafters, digging through old pig troughs, the whole nine yards. It just, and I guess that stuck with me until now. And I, of course, grew up on a farm in the middle of a cornfield, and my best favorite memory was sitting around with Grandpa, shucking a whole bunch of corn and putting corn away in the freezer for the winter. So we always had plenty of fresh vegetables to eat, even all winter long. I love that. I love, I love learning about people's backgrounds in the show. That's what it's all about with the show, learning about people. So tell the audience, okay, the Overly Farmer's Market here. When did, this farm, when did this market start? Do we have any dates of when it first started way back when, or is it fairly recent? Is it fairly new? So this is our sixth year, so it would have started in, I guess that would make it 2015, was the first year for the market. Wow. Now, did you guys start with the first year? Were you guys the originators? So, no, it was actually originated by the Overly Community Association President, Caitlin. And I actually vended at the second market ever with my art photography um, and stuck around, vended ever since. And when she decided to step down as managing the market, we stepped up and took over. Now, I forgot to give a quick shout out before we even go further. We are recording live at Maggie's Farm. Uh, you know, I, I appreciate my sponsors having us here. It's a beautiful establishment, amazing bartenders, amazing drinks, 
an amazing food. I mean, the food is top notch. The service staff is top notch. So I'm going to give them a quick shout out before we get too far into the episode. But shout out to Maggie's Farm. Most definitely love this place. Um, so you guys took over it. So what's the process of being a vendor for the market? Tell us, walk us through that. All right, so for being a vendor, it's a very simple process. You get a vendor application, you fill that out, and we review it. We do have a couple of limitations, though, because of how we have our market set up. We're a maker and grower-only market. So if you're coming to us, it has to be something that you've made yourself, you've grown yourself, you've produced yourself. Oh, wow. Now, because, I mean, farmer markets are, like, the cool thing now. Everybody's at a farmer's market. That's, like, the spot... To go, I mean, I've heard people, guys who go meet the girls there, you know, and whatever, guys, guys, girls, girls, whatever it may be. You know, do you guys see a lot of that? Like, you know, single people walking around, canoodling, trying, you know, date each other out there? <laughs> so, amazingly, we're a much uh, more family area than maybe what Waverly or downtown maybe. <laughs> so uh, you're going to see some more couples, a bunch of families with their kids running around. We're also dog friendly. So we ha love seeing our four-legged friends too. So, you know, but if you're in the area and you're single, there are a couple that come out. I don't know if they're looking at 8.30 in the morning, but hey, give it a try. <laughs> how advanced, how far advanced are you guys playing out the market? So when you guys in the market at the end of the year, when do you guys start planning? When does all this start happening? So if somebody ever wants to start a farmer's market in their community, how would they go about doing this? So we actually have to start really, really early in the year, like back in January. We were funded through a Baltimore County Community Revitalization Access Grant. So the very first step for us is submitting a wrap-up from the previous season and reapplying for that grant for the new season. So that has to get done really, really, really early. But after we get everything for that done... Around March, we start throwing out a call for vendors, start thinking about the all of the different things that are going to go into the season, how the season's going to look, especially the past two years with the COVID restrictions that have been in place and now thankfully mostly lifted. Um, you know, so it it's a lot of work to really run a market and have it run well. So, all right, you touched upon COVID. How did, how did it work last year with COVID? Like, I mean, I'm sure it was crazy because there can be so many people in a certain area. Like, how did you guys navigate that process last year? Yeah, it was a super stressful year because for a little while, well, you know, it hit in mid-March, which is right when we're ready to accept applications. And for a while, we didn't even know if we'd be able to have a market. The state didn't know what they were doing. The federal government didn't know what they were doing. And it was really up in the air. So finally, they got things together and said that farmers markets are critical food access zones, and they put out some guidelines that we could follow to safely have a market. Um, so we implemented the social distancing and reduced our number of vendors. We had to cut artists out of the market last year and make some other changes. Um, and of course, we had to require masks, which a lot of people didn't like, but you know, it is what it is. So. Um, Thankfully, everything went pretty smoothly during the year, and it was a fairly normal market, but not quite as much fun as previous year. And just to add to that, we also did extend a free vendor fee to all of the vendors just to support our, our growers, our small businesses in the area, because we didn't want to take money from them, not knowing what they were going to make for the season. So, talking about this year, COVID's... It's here. It's still here. It hasn't left. It's like the flu. It's not going to go anywhere. What are you guys going to do this year with 
There's really no restrictions in place unless you guys are having something specific this for you guys this year. So we're relaxing a lot of what we're doing just based on government standards and where we are in the state. Basically, if you're vaccinated, you don't need to wear your mask. But we aren't going to be like, hey, don't wear a mask. You know, if you feel more comfortable doing so, we please ask that you continue to do so. Um, we're going to leave it up to each vendor individually as to whether or not they'll allow somebody unmasked up to their table. And those that want them to be masked will have a sign posted. All right. So give us some behind-the-scenes action of a farmer's market because, you know, we always see the beautiful things of it. We always see the glitz and glamour when we get their house. The produce is placed perfectly up there. And we're like, wow, this is, they, they have their stuff together. Tell us a little bit behind the scenes, a little behind the scenes sneak peek of what really goes down behind getting that, getting that beautiful scene together. Well, the first thing, we wake up about 6 o'clock in the morning and try to get all the dogs and cats fed as quickly as possible so we can run down to the market zone. Uh, the farmer is already usually there setting up his tables and tents. Um, they usually get there about 6 or 6.30. Uh, and then we unlock the market closet and start hauling out tents and tables and flags and signs and all of that good stuff hoping that we have a volunteer or two to help us, but sometimes that doesn't quite work out either. So uh, then once vendors start arriving, we're playing traffic police and directing everyone where to go and where to set up and trying to get everyone set up quickly and off the lot so that our customers can safely join the market when it opens at 8.30. Now, isn't there, it's a parking lot. So there's there a sign that says no cars parked on here on Saturday mornings of like every third or fourth Saturday or is there something like that you guys have a tow truck ready to tow somebody out there? So, so the the lot is actually gated and chained until we get there in the morning it's a private property owned by the Natural History Society of Maryland and they keep it pretty much locked up and it's just open and accessible when they have programming going or when somebody within the community has something going there Although one week we did have a county construction vehicle smack dab in the middle of the lot that we had to kind of work around and figure out whose it was and try to get it out of there. So there, there's always something interesting that pops up every week. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love this. The behind the scenes, folks. Always a surprise. Always a surprise. Like vendors not showing up or somebody coming up that thought they had applied and hadn't. So you're just like, oh, okay, well, we'll squeeze you in. You're here. You know, it's it's so it's always a balancing act of getting everything ready, getting everything set up. And then by the end of it, having to undo it all when you're dead tired and just want to go home. Yeah, and then like this year's surprise where we showed up to our winter storage unit where all the tents and tables are and found somebody kicked the door in earlier in the year so we couldn't get the deadbolt to work. So there's always some stress to be dealt with at the last minute, but thank goodness the uh, folks who run that storage area were very responsive and got us taken care of. <laughs> so it's I, I love hearing this. I love hearing this. I mean, I really want, I didn't really know about this farmer's market for a while i lived literally three miles away you know five minute drive car drive and how do you guys try to get that exposure out there i know that um you guys post you know i know you guys post on social media do you guys run ads like like it's like a social media like a facebook ad do you guys do anything like that to promote to, to get more people in it or do you just want your community 
how do you guys spread the word? So basically, it's just social media. When the market was first launched, they did do some print ads here and there. But, the, you know, print ads this day and age, you don't get a lot of reach from that. So, you know, we're on Facebook. And when we have big things going on, we are always sure to, like, do a promoted post, make sure that's getting viewed by a lot more people in the area outside of Overly. We actually have folks that have come up from Arbutus every other week to join us at the market and do their shopping. You know, so people are coming from Towson. We're pulling people from Parkville, from over in Essex, Middle River area, which is absolutely amazing. So it's not just overly, we've really grown the boundaries of the market. And of course, the old standby word of mouth where all of our friends and family get really sick of hearing about the market every other week. No, no, I, I love it. I mean, I went a couple times. I enjoyed it. It was peaceful. It was a nice, smooth walk around. I didn't have anybody like, you know, up on your back. It was very nice. The vendors are very lovely. It was great customer service all the way around. So kudos to you guys for setting that, you know, standard of like, this is what we want. This is how we want things at the market. Um, so for this year, do you guys do like a big Zoom meeting for all the vendors and like talk with them? How does it work? I mean, or they, just, or they do, or you pick them out and then they just show up day one. How does it work? I mean, because in the age of letters, writing letters anymore, you can't write letters because our fearless leader, DeJoy, is terrible. We're not going to go into that post service. We're not going to go that. Because we can go <laughs> that's there. A that's, all podcast. A, that's a whole other podcast. But oh, yeah. how are we? I know you're emailing, but are there, is there like a big group meeting that you guys do on Zoom, Teams, whatever, before the market starts? So, you know, if you're vending at these, most of the time you've vended somewhere before and you're pretty much used to what's going on. They get a letter that says, hey, welcome to the market. Here is when you need to get, when you're able to start setting up, when you need to be done set up by what we expect your booth to look like and then we just roll with it from there from the first week and again we have some first-time vendors that we're happy to help out with you know they might not have a tent yet we'll provide one of them for them show them how to set up the tent sometimes because believe it or not those things can be tricky the first time you try to put one up um you know but it, we we tried having the meeting one year and it was fun but like just doing it over zoom meh we do have a Facebook group for vendors, too, where they can join a, a private group and ask questions and things as the season goes on. So that's a little little bit of a help for them. Shout out. That's Jimmy in the background making me a margarita back there. So I appreciate you making that drink. He's making me a margarita back there. So I appreciate that. <laughs> that's that noise in the background. He makes some awesome drinks right now. So what are the hours of the market and how many volunteers do you guys get? That come out there because it's a volunteer job what you guys are doing right now and you know god bless you guys doing that for the community that's a beautiful thing you get hours and volunteers and like let's go as every three weeks every four weeks how does, and why not so often so because of it being volunteer it is every other week every other week yeah but um so last year we did have a lot more volunteers because again we wanted to make sure that everything was going smoothly helping get cars unloaded, stuff like that. Um, the year before, we had a lot of volunteers as well with because we were doing a lot of different events, which the past last year and this year we're scaling down on just to keep people flowing through the lot more, basically. But so we would love to have at least five to six volunteers per market just to make sure everything's moving, make sure everything's flowing, gets everybody home a little bit earlier. You know, but we'll take one, we'll take two. If anybody's interested in volunteering, helping us out, just shoot us a message on Facebook. Okay, okay. <clears throat> the hours. Oh, oh, yeah, hours. Every other Saturday, 8.30 a.m., 12.30 p.m. Okay. May 29th is the first market this coming Saturday, and the last one is October 17th. This episode will be out Friday, the day before, that, before, that, before the market. 
perfect timing. How about that? Who, who would have thought about that? Like Gee. That? I'm, I'm on vacation this month. What's going on there? What's going <laughs> Greatly on? Greatly appreciate it. Uh, you know what? I When you approached me, we, we talked about it, and you know, I frequent Maggie's Farm. I feel like Norm from Cheers, but the black Norm. But, uh, <laughs> it's, it's true. It's, but, uh, you know, I, I was all about it, you know, and I'm really excited that this is happening. I'm really excited that, um, um, that you know, Thank you so much, Jimmy. Appreciate you, sir. Yay, Jimmy. The best bartender in Baltimore. You heard it for your first. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, how does the community treat you guys? Like, how is the love for the community? Oh, it's, it's amazing. You know, people keep telling us every market year, like, it's so much nicer to meet people that we just drive past. It's nice to be able to come and see everybody. It's nice for the kids to be able to get together at a different time than they normally would. You know, things like that. And it's just really built the community as a whole. Made everybody come together a little bit more. Made everybody feel a little bit closer to one another. I mean, I, I guess I like... I like... So it's, it's hard because I'm on 33rd, 33rd... I mean, like, I, I will go there to Waverly. I will say their names. But, uh... Because they're, they're, they're north of North Avenue. But uh, <laughs> you like that, right? Good one. Good one. East, east of, in there, east of Charles. There you go. So people don't, if you're listening from outside town, north side is north of North Avenue, east and west divides by Charles Street, Baltimore. Yep. So there you go. So overly, I, like I said, I went, I told everybody I went, but I love it in my neighborhood. Why not support my neighbors? Exactly. Why not keep the money circulated in your neighborhood? And that's what this episode is about. Helping out neighbors, helping out what you got here. Why go so far, you know? And the produce is fresh. Now, here's the thing about farmer's markets. I'm about to get into this a little bit. I've been going a lot to farmer's markets. They've been changing a lot. I know you guys have noticed the trend. When you go to certain farmer's markets, if there's 20, it's like, let's, let's give a 20 vendors, okay? We know some more vendors than that. It's not certain places. Uh, 20, there's 15 food places, cook, cooking food places. There's hardly any produce. There's hardly any. Are you guys trying to balance it out? Or are you guys just riding with the wave how the wave is now? You know, we're we're committed to giving people a place to vend, and we try to keep it balanced as best as we can, and we've done a very good job of that so far. We have two fresh or uh, two prepared food vendors this year that you'll be able to grab some food from. You know, either eat at the market, take with you, but we also balance that out by having three to four farms. We have a couple of different people that are doing body care products, some candles. Uh, we have duck eggs and. Uh, chicken eggs and the local honey, the fresh cut flowers. You know, we try to give you a good mix of everything. And we keep that in mind as well when we're reviewing applications prior to the season. We, we want to encourage competition between people, but not too much. So we'll limit the number of certain type of vendors that we take. Um, you know, it's, it's just trying to give everybody a chance, you know, make some money and, you know, try to keep it as localized as possible, like you said. So the best part, here we go. Give us the name of some of these vendors you guys coming this year. Come on. We, we're, we're, I'm hungry right now. Now you got me hungry. Who do you have coming? Because I'm going to be there this Saturday. You know, maybe I should have set a no picture of dark booth up there. Hey. Maybe I could do a live podcast and record hey. it right there. There we go. Have, but no, that, that, yeah, uh-huh. I got to talk to the bosses about that. <laughs> so tell, tell, us, tell us a little bit about who's going to be there this year. Any notables that people love. Um, how about any black-owned businesses that are going to be there? Things that they should we got so we got ditches. We got we, we, we about that. They're, about that. They're about to open up. Any oh moment. man! They're about to get to work soon. <laughs> but uh, so all right. So our anchor farm is my mother's garden. They're located up in uh, northern Baltimore County, and they are a farm that does all organic growing. So and it's all seasonal as well. So you're not going to get 
corn right away, you know, because it's not in season here. It's going to be all seasonal and all organic from them. We have, let me think, we have Ladybrook Farms. She has the one, she's the duck egg, chicken egg lady. She has some fresh honey. She'll do some other things throughout the season, like some cut flowers. And another thing, she also takes compost from us that we collect at the market. We'll hit on that in a minute if you want to, if we have time. Um, we also have Sporty Dog Creations, black-owned business. You know, some of the most amazing hot dogs that you'll ever find. Uh, another f- prepared food person we've got is Sherry Bee's fish and barbecue now you want a good fried fish sandwich she's got you covered and then she'll rotate another dish either some kind of barbecue she do like a sausage and pepper sandwich you know that kind of stuff you every t- week you know what you. you're talking dirty right now you're talking oh, dirty to me right know, now right? I'm, I'm a fat boy i oh, eat oh, i eat, bro. Yeah. I eat. Uh, now if you want to talk about fat we've got mary's muffins and such who you, you cannot ooh. go a week without her baked goods got to stop there for her stuff right uh we also have let me think here jade farm she's bringing some poultry she's bringing some eggs she does some great sauces some great rubs and hopefully she's going to bring some pork this year for us too Mm. if you want a nice bouquet of flowers to sit on your table celadon hill is with us she has some great bouquets uh you can't have a market without having dimitri olive oil with us you know you got to get the the oils there's olives the dips all of that stuff is there am i missing anybody what am i thinking about here we always miss one person, you know. Oh, that. I'm missing more than one. I'm, I know, and they're gonna be mad when they hear this. Sorry, Sorry everybody. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we're missing some, but there's also about ten or twelve new vendors coming this year too, at different times throughout the market. So that'll be really exciting to see what they have to bring. So you gotta bring it back to me real quick. Could you say something about fish in the morning? Now uh, she does that. Now people outside of Baltimore, and Baltimore has known about this. Is she frying some lake trout up? Is she doing lake trout? <laughs> All right, lake trout is a Baltimore staple. I, I don't know if it's lake trout or something else, but you know, it's, it a, it's a nice. It's not cat, but it's a nice, nice catfish? white fish. Oh, tilapia catfish, nothing like that. It's a weird fish. I forget what the name starts of it with is. an S. I know you're talking about. It. Yeah, it's it's, 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 it's the other form of a catfish. I know yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's good stuff. So, folks, you know, you, you got me hungry. It's four o'clock. And I'm drinking, and I'm like, I just need some food right now. No, no. But honestly, thank you so much for like understand telling us like, the audience about that because people want to go shopping now. Are you guys a little nervous about how prices have gone up everywhere across the board? Are you a little nervous about your customers going to be like, wow, this is pretty expensive now? Because you know, I mean, I know it's like the farms you're getting farm to table pretty much, but prices have gone up for chicken, steak. I mean, I remember when chicken legs. And thighs were ninety nine cents a pound. That was maybe like before the pandemic. Now it's up. It's up now. So I mean, are you a little nervous about customers coming in to let you guys know about that? So the thing with our vendors is like they've always been a little bit pricier than somebody you'll find at some other markets because again they are growing and doing everything themselves. So I'm not really sure what kind of impact their supply chain has been seeing. So they might be up a little bit more, but. If so, I think we'll still have great support for them because the product is so good and so worth the money. Another extra benefit that we offer is that we do accept SNAP benefits and the independence card. And this year, the Maryland Market Money Program is back as well, and they've doubled the match to $10. So if you make a SNAP purchase, you'll get an extra $10 to spend at the market from Maryland Market Money. So there's a lot of great partnerships happening throughout the state that we're taking advantage of. I love hearing that. That's, I love that. I, I really do. I really love hearing that. That's, that's what it's all about, community helping out each other. And that's what's all about this year. So, what exciting things are we? I know we cover a lot, but 2021, 
2020, let's be honest, call a spade a spade. It was terrible. Anything special you don't have to customers here for 21 coming back? Are there bags uh, overly that might be selling for, like it says, overly farmer's market bag where you can buy for a dollar, two dollars? And are, are you guys doing anything special like that for the customers coming back? This year? Yeah, we're going to look at that further down the road. As we were planning things, we weren't really sure where we we're going to be right now. So we didn't want to do anything too exciting just yet. So we have some surprises in store for further on down the line, you know. So just just stay tuned. Make sure you're following us on Facebook. Come visit us at the market. You might get a little hint as to what might be coming up at the next one. But, you know, the big thing is we're looking forward to just getting community engagement back. Just being able to be on the lot for a little bit longer than what they were last year, you know, not having to rush everybody out, not having to worry about customer count limits. Just being able to have everybody bring their whole family again instead of just sending one person to shop, being able to bring their dogs back, being able to spend some time and see their friends and hang out and just giving them that space to do that after after the year it's been. I, lo- I love to hear that. I love to hear. So, all right, I'm about to give you guys the, my speed round. This is my favorite part of the show. All right. What is your what is your favorite place to visit? Hatteras, North Carolina. Without a question. Flats or drums? Flats. Flats. Blue cheese or ranch? Blue cheese. Definitely ranch. Oh my god. Yeah, we got kids. We got Brett, Brett, we me and you uh, yeah, Brett, yeah, Brett, yeah. Brett yeah, it's, it's been a fight for 15 yeah, years here. I, I get it. I, I get it. I get it, brother. I get it, brother. You know, is Old Bay overrated? <laughs> um don't slaughter me, but yeah. Yeah, we kind of like to make our own seasonings. <laughs> Crabs or crab cakes? Another fight that we've been having for over 15 years. Crab cakes. Crabs. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> when, you are, when you guys are not working, what is your favorite thing to do? Travel and just hang out and have fun with the dogs, basically, you know, because we both work a ton, and it's just nice to be able to enjoy some us time and hang out and be together. Yeah, spending time with the dogs and spending time trying to figure out where I can put another plant in our yard. <laughs> that too. Nice, nice, nice. So what is the best advice you guys have ever received? <laughs> I never listen to advice. <laughs> I, I respect that. <laughs> uh, I think don't second guess yourself is the best uh, advice I've ever received. And just, just go for whatever you want to do. You know, just if, if there's a way to make it happen, make it happen. Okay. And the community association, are they, are they going to post this on the social medias or just you guys uh, or just Farmer's sure, Market? And- I'm sure this will be shared around. And speaking of the community association, if you're listening to us, make sure you follow their page too, at Overly Community Association, because they've got some awesome stuff going on this summer. They're bringing back their food truck nights, and that's going to be launching June 7th, so make sure you're following that too. See, there you go, jumping the gun. I was trying to be surprised. Damn it. Now, oh, um, so, so, so they, I'm not going to lie to you. So I live in Walterson. So, Us too. So don't so, so don't be stalking me, people. Okay, <laughs> but um, Northeast Baltimore, and they have a food truck every Friday or every other Friday or I th- if I month? remember correctly, I think they're doing Monday nights this year Monday every night. Monday night. And let me tell you, it's a great way of doing things. I mean, they had this black-owned burger spot that was phenomenal. They had a seafood spot, phenomenal. 
Overly's doing some things out here. I'm just letting you know. Oh yeah, we're you know it's it, a lot of people have been like Overly before, and now it's like oh Overly, yeah, yeah. Right, right. So shout out to Overly. All right. So where can we find you got like Overly Community Association, the Farmers Market, all on social media? How yep. can somebody reach you besides social media if they don't have social media? Can they email you? Give us all that rundown. Are you on TikTok? Are you on Facebook? Are oh you on God. Instagram? Are so, you on Twitter? We're so old. Uh, I mean, we're, we're, we're about 40, you know, so we're just on Facebook right about now, unless somebody wants to volunteer and set us up on some of that other stuff and, you know, get that rocking and rolling for us. But uh, just on Facebook, so at Overly Farmers Market for the farmers market itself, at Overly Community Organization for the Overly Community Organization, obviously. The website for them is overlyrocks.org. And you'll find all the information about all the stuff that's going on in Overly, the Food Trucks Nights, Arts Fest that's coming back in person this year, um, uh, information about how to join the community organization, what all of the dues go for when you do join, all of that stuff is there. So, you know, just check us out, come and see what's going on, you know, drive on through Bel Air Road, give us a shout. Anything else? No, I think that's it. Hey, folks. This Saturday, this episode is dropping Friday the 29th and the 30th. It will be 30th you guys, right? No, you're dropping the 28th. We open the 29th. Okay, see, I'm dropping. See, there you go. 28th. <laughs> see, there you go. Damn. That's I am I'm dropping. drinking coffee right now. Gosh, don't tell anybody that. Come on. I'm only having water. It's me. A water It's Texas water. <laughs> Texas water. That's what they call it. But um, I really appreciate you guys Kevin, taking time out of your day. Um, thank you so much for Maggie's Farm for having us here. Definitely, um, definitely. Thank the, you, guys. The phones are ringing right now because they're about to open up. Yep. We want to do it here. I, like, I like doing it at my sponsor's place because there the phone's there ringing. There it goes. There it goes. work, man. So listen, peace, love, happiness, and folks, we are out. Thank you. Thank you.